That's something I've been working on for quite a long time and I wanted to share that with you today because it's just that good. Today I've got a conversation I had with a member of the Liberators International, which is an organization that runs uh, flash mob events globally. And all of these events are organized and created, designed to encourage people to express themselves authentically and remind everyone of our shared human connection. So, yeah, we sat down and we were talking at Blazing Swan. If you don't know what Blazing Swan is, check out episode 16 where I give a little explanation to it at the start of the episode. This episode is not about the festival as much as it is about my conversation, which started as me asking him if there was anything he was holding on to that he wanted to let go of. But naturally, this conversation opened to encompass much more than just some, some uh, maybe some tensions or some fears he wanted to let go of. And he shared with me his journey so far in confronting some of his insecurities and fears around body image, um, dancing in public or in front of other people. And we also started talking about relationships and I'm calling it a whole relationship. But what I mean by that is when two people who feel very safe and secure in their own sense of self come together and form a relationship from that place. Um, so we, we were talking a bunch about that and some of the, the, the benefits which can arise from that and also some of the interesting situations that arise when someone feels so secure and uh, grounded within themselves that they don't feel the need to even be in a relationship. Obviously that's not the case for everyone, but it's an interesting uh, dynamic nonetheless. I'd also like to acknowledge that we are talking about monogamous relationships and just want to acknowledge that we are talking about relationships from a particular point of view and it doesn't represent all the possible configurations out there. So without any more talky-talky, here is this week's episode. We've met a few times throughout the festival and I've noticed that you you don't really have a problem getting naked yeah, I don't. and yeah. sort of being free to just yeah. be in your body. Has it always been like that or has it been... Um, it's definitely not always been like that. Like uh, in high school I found that uh, I couldn't even take my shirt off at a beach because I just felt so ashamed and embarrassed of my body image. and. Um, I uh, just, uh, like, I was very shy, like, you know, going to sort of uh, primary school, high school camps 
and uh, when it comes to communal showers I just couldn't bear to even do it and uh, I'd go to great lengths to avoid situations like that um, and uh, um, yeah I mean I had problems with weight uh, a lot of weight during high school had some bullying going through as well in earlier times and and uh, it really wasn't something that I could imagine at my current state now but over time it's something that I worked on uh, during my years at uni because um, uh, after year 12 I did go through a transition where I wanted to liberate myself of a lot of the fears and anxieties and, and um, issues I had with both myself and the way I connect with people and uh, one by one I always challenge myself to go through the next boundary and and then liberate myself from it essentially and um, uh, and once I do sort of do something like you know dancing in public or talking to people or, uh, or getting naked uh, and then you realize that all of this is just uh, just a uh, like I guess uh, a social condition that exists among people and uh, uh, it's just something that I found can easily dissipate once your brain realizes that there are just artificial conditions that exist in a society rather than something that is inherently wrong or right or uh, good or bad so once I get in myself into a situation that's challenging like that, for example, getting naked amongst people and then realize that nothing really wrong happens from it, like people, well, I guess in a safe environment like this especially, everyone's very non-judgmental, welcoming of people and and uh, not shaming bodies and it's, it's quite a, a safe space. And so, I mean, for the first time I did get naked and streaked and back in think second or third year of uni and I was very scared to start off with because it was a bit of a challenge um, that I was amongst friends um, and that kind of helped that it was more comfortable surroundings uh, but once I did it it felt like flying almost and um, since then never I looked back and <laughs> especially after meeting the liberators who were quite all quite uh, body positive and comfortable with ourselves like a lot of events we've had uh, naked as well and so uh, <laughs> it's something that <laughs> something that just uh, I guess the natural progression of things I got very very comfortable not quite as comfortable as some of the liberators but um, yeah, definitely <laughs> among the highest <laughs> yeah like just around the fire today yeah. I was thinking oh like yeah like that looks like something I want to experience, but <laughs> running around naked. Yeah. Um, and I could feel how safe that space was. Yeah, it was. And um, <laughs> even though there were many, many people clothed and surrounding everyone, yeah. but still, as you said, no judgment. Yeah. Um, and just, it felt like everyone was giving them space to yeah, just be exactly. and just be free so it felt really safe but I think um, actually doing like in my head I was like imagining yeah I could I could get in there I could get in there but actually doing it actually taking the time I'm like okay I'm going to take my pants off now I'm going to take my clothes off 
is a is another thing to bring that into reality. To actually, bring it to reality. Yeah, I understand that fully. I've had that experience myself before as well. And I think one of the the most recent, uh, uh, I guess, things that I've gotten into is the naked ecstatics that run. The uh, naked ecstatic dance. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, they generally run them every month to two months recently and I've gone to a few of those and uh, it's just been absolutely amazing <laughs> like it's just the experience of being able to let go and dance for a good couple of hours with a room full of 30 other people all naked and also accepting and positive it's yeah it's been amazing <laughs> I'm gonna attend one of those events um, <laughs> but it's a bit of a double double whammy for me because I'm only just becoming comfortable uh, with ecstatic dance or really expressing myself through my body, but that's with clothing on. And so I think both that and being naked is quite a jump for me. Yeah, that's right. Um, but maybe maybe I should start with one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Some more ecstatic dance and then work up to naked ecstatic dance sort of like a progression of things like uh, for me also dancing was the first uh, thing I ever overcame even before my social anxiety it was actually dancing and I and through dancing I was able to connect with people before I was able to comfortably talk to people um, and uh, yeah it was just really amazing and then after that came more connection and then body image came much after that because it's one of those things that is quite difficult and challenging to overcome so it did take a few years after my initial sort of exploration of, of, of freeing myself <laughs> yeah so so the so the the mental image you held about your body and how you felt about your body that changed later uh, after after you felt comfortable dancing yeah yeah that's right yeah it took some time after that to yeah when I went to that challenge of body image um, but um, yeah, yeah, dancing was like the first thing. Like before, like I mean, again in high school, I would never dance. That's something I'd never be able to do, even in like a, a dancing environment where everyone else is dancing. I really struggle to get up and do anything at all. But uh, now, um, I mean, it was after a camp that I went to in year 12 that changed things. Where for the first time, I I was sort of really pushed and sort of incentivized to come in and dance and then once I did dance it just felt just naturally just came to me and like I kind of uh, like all those social conditions just melted away and um, yeah it was amazing again it was like a flying kind of feeling that all of this was just fake hell holding me back once <laughs> it dissipate I just go free and and just dance it out yeah <laughs> it makes me really happy hearing that it's amazing as I've been doing with around the festival at various times asking people anonymously if they're wanting to express something let go of something or acknowledge a new phase they're entering I've had a lot of uh, discussion about it with friends and family recently is that you know the natural I guess stages of, of you know the generally accepted life of you know 
finding someone and then settling down, family, those sort of things. Um, I've kind of achieved a lot of milestones, well, I guess most of the milestones before that. I have lots of amazing friends and I have a very full social life. I have a, a nice stable job. Um, pretty much everything is, is fulfilled. Uh, like the only thing that isn't is, <laughs> is finding like a, a life partner, I suppose. And um, uh, generally, like the, the longest people who have been making the comment about that is obviously my parents. They're always asking about, oh yeah, when are you going to find someone and all that. And uh, the last few years, a lot of friends have been doing the same thing. So, <laughs> so it's something that like I mean I haven't put a huge amount of thought into, but it's um, it's something that is on my mind. Like when will sort of I mean when is the time for it yeah so it sounds like there's a yeah an, a, an external pressure coming from friends and family yeah, yeah. but it's not actually something that is uh, is on the table at the moment for you yeah yeah in a sense um, I'd also like to think of it as something that uh, I guess something I don't need but it'd be nice to have in a way um, I found this because uh, I do like making deep connections with a lot of my friends I found that uh, uh, there's a lot of friends I have that have had very bad experiences with relationships and relationships where they were involved and uh, almost required that other person to make their life whole and um, that's a very common situation in a society like this where you generally need someone to fulfill like the the gap you have in your space and um, uh, like someone as an emotional um, I guess rock or a cushion or whatever it needs to be and um, uh, when a relationship like that ends uh, then it leads to a lot of pain and suffering for both sides and uh, uh, that's one of the other things that kind of put me off it as well even though I haven't experienced like the heartache myself but through others I find that uh, uh, the space that I'd like to be in is is a relationship where uh, we're both very whole people who are quite satisfied with their lives individually dependent and um, not in any need for another person to fill in any gaps uh, but rather have something like an additional um, sort of layer that you could sort of that you could um, I guess uh, describe it like icing on the cake sort of thing rather than the cake itself yeah it's, it's quite uncommon though to well, maybe there's another question in there uh, for you. Um, do you have friends or know of people who have formed a relationship from, from uh, like, so two whole individuals, so to speak, coming together? Do you know of relationships um, like that? It's very rare, I've found. Um, it's differing extents but from what I've observed people who do require uh, another person to make them whole uh, I found that some a lot of in a lot of cases it ends up in pain or it 
can fall apart easily where they're almost reliant on another person in their lives uh, the people who are more so whole than others are the relationships I know of that tends to last longer I imagine it uh, almost as two trees growing yeah, right and uh, if one tree is sort of leaning on the other tree yeah. that tree can't grow straight and tall and strong enough because it's supporting the weight of the other tree as well but when both trees can grow you know they they can grow next to each other they can be close to each other and they can share the same space together but when they're both growing individually they grow the tallest and strongest Um, so that just came to me as you're describing yeah that's a actually um, and uh, and also like trees that can grow together and sort of feed each other in a way and sort of um, go on a journey together each sort of fostering each other's growth rather than impeding or or, or taking it is the sort of healthy relationship that I look for and finding someone that sort of fits that criteria is very difficult <laughs> so um yeah yeah i mean that's the situation i'm in <laughs> well from everything you've just shared yeah. uh, it sounds like you're in a really positive space doesn't sound like there's anything restricting you from from moving forward in your life um, just a little bit of external pressure around relationships yeah, I guess it is. Uh, part of it is the fear of uh, of stuff going wrong, and and uh, and then ending up in pain for both me and someone else. Um, and that I guess you could call that a fear, because uh, uh, especially I guess in my context where I'm very happy where I am now and trying to risk something to gain something that is a bonus sort of uh, situation where I'm at but at the same time that can hinder me from getting a bonus that would make me even happier <laughs> rather than going from sad to happy and like, I mean I have a lot of friends who are quite sad in uh, like being single and not having someone but yeah I don't see it as being negative in a sense yeah yeah, I certainly don't get that impression from you. <laughs> so what do you think about those who are looking, who aren't in, aren't in a relationship and are feeling lonely or like they would like someone to share their life with? Um, but, you know, talking about whole individuals coming together, do you think it's possible for someone who's lonely and seeking a partner to seek a partner who is whole but also the person seeking do you think they can seek from a place of wholeness as well like a place of self uh, reliance and self stability self esteem, self love all of these things that create a really healthy grounded individual I guess to simplify my question is do you think 
a grounded whole person can seek in a grounded whole way for things or in this case a relationship yeah I guess that's the the trouble I am in well I guess the issue that I am in where I feel that uh, it's it's sort of harder to find the the motivation to to seek or uh, to get a relationship in a sense because I haven't felt any sort of special connection as in like a crush for quite some time now uh, quite a number of years maybe um, five six years maybe it's just I feel that like I kind of I mean I used to have a lot of crushes before but uh, I found that as I grew more and more as an individual I felt less um, uh, attraction I mean of course I still feel sexual attraction but emotional attraction is very rare for me and even when it does come it dissipates pretty quickly it's not something that uh, my mind clings to or sort of craves in a sense because uh, I find I'm fairly satisfied in my own, <laughs> in my own head but so the only thing I do feel is just sexual attraction and <laughs> I have other ways of releasing that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But like what I do feel is I do feel a lot of love amongst all my friends and that love is, you know, uh, not dependent on age, gender or sexuality or anything. It's just whoever I connect most with in my life and I uh, feel a lot of love and and connection and share a lot of beautiful moments and beautiful conversations and <laughs> beautiful times with all of them and I'm quite enjoying this moment right now as well <laughs> having a conversation with yourself so yeah <laughs> I do I do get a lot of um uh, I guess uh fulfillment emotionally and sort of, I guess, entertainment needs through my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the loneliness you mentioned as well. Like the I don't, loneliness. yeah, I don't feel lonely because yeah. I am always surrounded by a lot of people. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share in this in this space? Um. I guess another thing I could mention is, uh, you know, with, uh, like I just mentioned how, like, I'm quite sort of fulfilled with all the friends and stuff I have in my life, like, you know, I have a nice family, I have a stable job, like, beautiful friends, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of things that I do that I quite enjoy, but um, I guess in some sense the happiness is still dependent on things as well, like, there is always a chance that things can disappear like you know I can't lose a job I can lose a family I can lose friends um, so in the end of the day true happiness is really when you can be fully sort of satisfied with just your own being in a sense um, and uh, uh, while I, I live my life in terms of like uh, being quite satisfied without a relationship 
because of all the things that I have in my life. Um, I'm definitely not at the stage where I can be satisfied with nothing. Nothing you mean like no friends, no family? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's completely yeah, way beyond me because I'm, um, I'm still living a very young... Um, I wouldn't call it materialistic life, but um, uh, a life full of people and, and activities, I say. Um, and uh, like one of the things I sort of recently wanted to focus more in is like spiritual development and as a person of uh, being able to uh, fulfill your sort of uh, your happiness through just being, in a sense, and uh, that's, I guess, the safest state to be in. But uh, that will obviously take a lot of development, and uh, that's something that I have been interested in recently to <laughs> to go about. How do you have a roadmap? <laughs> how do you go about such a such a, such a task, oh, such well, a goal? Yeah, I mean that's more about you know being present and sort of being sort of fulfilled. Like, you know, a lot of things like meditation and stuff help with that, and that's something I don't really haven't invested as much time as I would have wanted to in a lot of the recent years. Is I'm always too busy <laughs> chasing chasing the pleasures of life, but not really sort of um, uh, I guess finding stillness. Once uh, you're able to find sort of uh, all your fulfillment through just stillness, it's <laughs> it would be the I guess the ultimate state to be in. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Cool. It's a good session. Yeah. So you're gonna go back out there? Yeah, yeah. Let's see what's happening. Yeah?